This is the third week in a row I'm preaching. Oof. I hope I'm not boring you. Did you have a Merry Christmas? Amen. Amen. (coughs) Let's uh, leave the happy holiday for others and enjoy Merry Christmas ourselves. Uh, How many of you remember the story of the cup bearer during the times of Joseph and Pharaoh? How many? Well, we have 50%. I, I was hoping not to read it, you know. <laughs> I want to, I don't want to, uh, uh, take your time. The cupbearer was in jail because, uh, uh, Pharaoh put him in jail. Um, and, uh, Joseph interpreted a dream for him and he told him that the king is going to send for you and he's going to, um, Preserve your life, and you are going to live, and he's not going to cut your head. But the baker is going to cut his head. And, uh, and uh, that was the essence of it. Uh, and um, the cupbearer was supposed to remember Joseph before Pharaoh, or at least to render a little bit of uh, a good deed to uh, Joseph, but he did not remember him. I want to bring him in today for our discussion, but um, at a certain time in his life, after two years out of jail, uh, the Bible teaches us in Genesis, you don't have to open it, you open it at home, in Genesis chapter 41 and verse 9, 41 verse 9, it says, I do remember my faults this day. After two years, he came back to his senses and he talked to himself and then talked to the king. He said, I do remember my faults this day. I'm not bringing you here. You did not come to remember your faults, but it's uh, good. There is no time when reflection on the past is more fitting than year end. Right? Okay. If you're with me, we're going to have a good time. Uh In the business world, it is the time when self-assessments are made. You uh, people who are working, and most of you are working, it's the time when self-assessments are made, balances are drawn, accounts are finalized, inventories are taken, a general review of the business is totally assessed, and so many corporations, I worked for one, they start calling for a planning session for the next year. So, wait a minute, we did not finish with this year, year, but this is how to jump on the old year or the new year. But it is also appropriate at this time, as a church, to take a look at our spiritual life. If the world does it, shouldn't we do it? I mean, to see where we are. How did we do? Perhaps... We can draw some parallels. I'm not saying it's the same, but we can draw some parallels there. Year end is around the corner. How many days left for year end? Three days, right? Uh, including today, four days. Is, and we're going to have a, a year end meeting here. We're going to have good food. We're going to have a good um, sharing. We're going we're to uh, enjoy. We're going to relax. 
we're going to cry, and we're going to laugh together. And that's what it's all about. Year, the year is, is around the corner. It's gone 2003. It'll be history very soon. And as, um, are we too busy to uh, uh, halt our hurried life for a moment and take uh, this moment to review the past? I hope we're not in a, in a hurry to stop and review it because we need to take time and evaluate this past year. If we are not for any reason, we are denying our souls the opportunity that business is having for themselves. So, Paul took time to evaluate his life. And after taking stock of his work here on earth, he said, I, in conclusion, I can say three things. In writing to Timothy chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, from his second letter, he says, I'm ready to depart. I mean, Paul, after so many years serving, I said, I'm ready. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. Three things. When he looked within, he says, I can say, and it's written, it's the word of God, that it was a good fight. You know, life is not, you can, it's not a nice walk. It's a fight. And it's an uphill fight, isn't it? There are some stops where we can stop and enjoy it for a while. But then we resume the fight. We resume the journey. And he says at the end, I was so happy to be in the service of my master. And in brief, what he says, I have no regrets, folks. I have no regrets. It's been a good life. Regardless what you're going through, regardless what you've been through, regardless of what the Lord has allowed in your life, I can stand here and say, I have no regrets. If I have to do it again, for 45 years, I say I will not do it again. I will be so pleased to see my Lord saving me and honoring me with his presence for 45 years. As for us, if he did that, the man of God, let's look back over the few months past and see how we feel. How do you feel today? You feel okay? I hope you'll feel okay by the end of the morning uh, or the afternoon. And I'm sure you are. Can we say with Paul that we have fought a good fight this year? Do we have some unfinished business that we have been putting away still? Let's look within a little bit. Oh, you know, you don't want to be like that person who's uh, come Christmas Eve and going to the stores to buy a, to buy a gift. It's the last minute gift. Uh, it's not good. Sometimes you won't find it. You settle for second choice. Well, can uh, we say that we have some unfinished business that we need to take care of? But you might say, well, yes, there is, but I have done my best, period. Don't ask about it. I'm going to bury it. Do you have any regrets? Do we have any regrets? 
Don't wait till Wednesday night. Look back at your life. I want to look back at my life. How did I spend the last 362 days? Can I say with Paul, I have no regrets. I have done my very best. And I have pleased my master. And if he comes now, what he says, I am ready to go. This is the question. Can we say with the psalmist, I have refrained my feet from every evil way for the past year? Or with the cupbearer who came before the king, he says, Your majesty, I do remember my faults this day. The psalmist versus the cupbearer. This was a chief butler I told you about. He finally remembered Joseph. Knowing how remarkably Joseph interpreted the the dream of the baker and the results for both of them. Precisely fulfilled. He should long ago, he remembered, I should long ago have called Pharaoh. And I should have brought it to his attention. There's, there's a man of faith in the dungeon there. And of an unusual, valuable knowledge. And it's not his. He says it is from God. But you know, he missed to remind the king. And he missed to render a good deed towards someone who did him good. I want to talk a little bit about this cupbearer this morning. In chapter 40 of Genesis and verse 23, it's written, Pharaoh's cupbearer, however, promptly forgot all about Joseph, never giving him another thought. In another version I read, yet the chief cupbearer did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Let's look at his memory, since it is to time to start remembering. He remembered first that he had forgotten. Did you ever think of that? I remember that I forgot. How many times he says, wow, I just remember. I forgot. It's been for a long time. He remembered that he had forgotten. You know, forgetting what we ought to remember and remembering what we ought to forget. Isn't that common amongst us all? And especially with me nowadays, I don't remember where I put my eyeglasses five minutes ago. Are you experiencing the senior ones, you know? Young ones don't know. Huh? Do you experience that? I, will, I go to the kitchen to pick up something and I get distracted and that's it. Senior moments come in and go out. And just... Do you? This is why the Lord wants us to remember And uh, in forgetting to remember, let me bring your attention. We forget vows, do we? Mm. The butler did not keep his promise, did he? That when I get out, I'm going to tell Pharaoh. Are we in any way like that? How about the vows that you give to your wonderful wife or your wonderful husband, are you keeping them? 
the vows of marriage. If we are going to take the nation today, forget about the vows. 50% of all marriages are end in divorce. And the vows that were said in time of, of ecstasy are gone completely. Broken. David writes clearly about this in Psalm 116.18. I will keep my promises, he says, to the Lord in the presence of all his people. In another version it says, I will pay my vows to the Lord. Mr. Cabrera, you failed in this situation. You failed. And you forgot your friend that you made where you were with him in jail. How about commitments to God? How about commitments to God that we committed at the very beginning of the year? I said, I am going to come to church as far, as long as I have good health, I'm going to be there every meeting. And I will encourage and I work in the work of the Lord. How about that? Did you keep it all this year? Hmm. How do we rate? If you were to rate yourself, okay, in that, commitment, first of all, commitment to God, how would you rate yourself? On a scale of 1 to 10. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. If it's 10, tell me. It's good. How do you rate yourself? How do you rate yourself with your commitment to family? How do we rate ourselves? Are we forgetting to remember these vows? How are we with regards to others when we have relationships with our friends, with people at work, co-workers, if you will please, students at college, at high school, Wherever we, wherever we go, do they know that he is a committed person? She is a committed person. She said it and she will do it. I ask you, what are the results so far? You know, you don't want to say. And it was, it was good of the butler, I thought, that when he said, Oh yes, I do remember. My faults this day. It was a good thing. I do remember my faults day. And another thing I see. We, for, we forget answers to prayers. Do we forget these? How many times the Lord answered our prayers. In such a way. Such a great way. Such a powerful way. And we are on a high for like a week. And after a week we start forgetting. Right? We start forgetting a little bit. And we forget to remember like he forgot to remember what God has done to us. Just remember that. Are we? Did we forget God's blessings? Are we forgetting them? When, you ble- when he blessed you early in fe- last February. Some of us don't remember what happened last February. But we better remember what the Lord has done in our life. This is the time to take stock. And Paul remembered them all. He says, it's fine. I have fulfilled my duties. I have done it. I've completed the course. Finished it. Another thing I see with that butler saying, I remember my faults this day. That he mentions something, what we call omission. Hmm? Is omission a sin? Okay, the Bible talks about sins of omission. <coughs> the butler's fault was also memory, 
did not remember also fault was when another fault was one of omission. It was a promise he had omitted to fulfill. Mm. It was a kindness he had omitted to repay. It was a, a humanitarian obligation. Sometimes we have some social obligation. He had omitted to discharge. I knew what needed to be done, yet I didn't do it. Do we sometimes do that? Think about it. I know, I know how to do good. But I refrain from it. Oh, it's not, it's not my business. It's not my responsibility. But bring it forward. And so many times, you don't need to remember something, but you keep yourself remembering it. You know why? Because it satisfies your flesh. I want to tell the story. But say, say, the story is half true. But it's okay. It makes me feel better. It might hurt someone. But you know, when I tell this story, what happens? I get attention. And I get some, you know, busy, busy, busy people around me. But when you tell it, what happens? You feel sorry about it. He had omitted a deed which only himself can do it. No one was with him there who can come out and tell the king about this young man down there. He's omitted that. And if you sit to remember, and you know that there are so many things that we could have done that could have affected other people, other lives, the church, the eldership, something good. And we did not do it. You know? And then it say, these things I ought to have done. Which now will never be done because there is no time to do them. I have failed. The butler said, I have failed. You know what the Bible says about that in James Chapter 4, verse 17. Therefore, to one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. You know what is right. Let us do it. And you know what is wrong. Let's refrain from it. It's not appropriate for the man of God or a woman of God to deny a friend, a brother, a colleague, a co-worker, a good deed that you know it will affect their lives positively and leave an impact. He neglected his commitments. He missed an opportunity to do good and missed it for two years. I wouldn't say forever. For two years. He could have done it immediately. When he went out of jail. And he was awarded. To be again. The chief cupbearer of the king. And to be in front of the king. And who can stop him. From telling the king. Whatever he needs to tell him. Because the king listens to the cupbearer. 
He listened to Nehemiah. And he gave him time to go and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Oh, what neglect does to our lives. He remembered that he has forgotten. And you know what? Sometimes we forget to remember. And he said, don't remind me. How many times he asked me, how about this? Don't remind me. Don't talk to me about this subject. This gives me pain. But this subject you should face head on. Whether it's marriage, whether it's church, whether it's school, whether it's children, whether it's discipline, you should face it. Oh, well, you sweep it under the carpet and you say, maybe later on. Later on, maybe too late. Neglecting the duties that we have to do. Oh, yes. Did we? So far, did we neglect some responsibilities that we were supposed to do? I'm talking to the family today. I'm talking to the church today. Did we discharge our responsibilities the way we should do them? God has given you responsibilities in the church. God has given you responsibilities at home. God gave you responsibilities at work. And if you're not doing them from a heart that is filled with zeal and vibrant and passion, you are not doing your job properly. We are not. We reach the end of the year. And let's take stock. What have we done? Have I honored my God? Have I honored my family? And took care of them the way I should? As a husband? As a mother? Have I trained my kids to honor God? Have I disciplined them the right way? Time to take stock. Can I say yes? Adol, I have done my very best. And I have completed what I needed to do. Let's really do that. And there's one thing. Let's look at the conscience of the scapbearer. Oh, this is a very sensitive area. Believe me, the butler's conscience at a certain time awoke. That's the good thing about this scapbearer. When I studied, I fell in love with him. I studied his life. He awoke. And after two years, and the king, this is God's planning. But after two years, the king, he wanted some interpretation. And he wants, no one could give the king an answer. He was so perplexed. He was so uh, in, in disarray. The whole kingdom. He said, wait a minute. My king, may I? May I come before you? And I believe he was bowed, bowed down there before him. And he said, my king, I do remember my faults this day. That's how he started. There was a man. Who interpreted a dream for me. And he can interpret your dream. And he can give you an answer. Oh, high time, Mr. Cupbearer. High time, we remember. You know, immediately he uttered. Very first thing. I do remember my faults. Someone said with regards to that. What your conscience knows about you is more important than what your neighbors say about you. Let me repeat that so you can sing in. What your conscience knows about you is more important than what your neighbors say about you. 
Oh, yes. So many people try to shut down the, the conscience. And when God, God deals with us through conscience, He says, now I remember, forgive me. He did not say, look at the cupbearer. He did not say, well, it's other people's fault. He said, very first thing, it is my fault. And he didn't say one fault. You know what he says? I do remember my faults. I do remember, if you want to, if you want to substitute this word, I do remember my sins. I do remember my shortcomings. I do remember missing many commitments. He did confess. He did not say one, there is one. He said, my faults. He came before the king. And it's appropriate for us to come before God. And you know what? I said it wasn't late. It was a little bit late, but it wasn't too late. It was two years, but not for eternity. Listen, then he says, this day. I am not postponing any confession. This day, after a lapse of two years. Oh yes, may I ask you to just take a step forward like this cupbearer. Come before our king of kings. And let's correct the wrong now before the year ends. If there is any wrong in our lives. If we have missed in our devotions. If I started, if I wanted to go and I said, Lord, I promise I will do devotions every day. I'll pray with my wife and family on a daily basis, whether morning or evening. I am going to honor you with that. It started first week fine, second week fine. Then we started uh, day after day. Then you know what? The devil takes away everything. When we slip and fall. There is a way back to that. There's a way back to that, to confess. This man, this man affected me when I read about him. Oh, yes. Thank God he did not only remember what was done to him. Oh, but he regretted it. He regretted it. Then one thing, he confessed it. To whom did he confess it? To the king? To the king. He resolved it. And righted the wrong that is done. I know of a man who can interpret your dream. I now remember. You know, you know what, what attracted him there? He started remembering right. How come? Because he, his conscience started correcting him. He listened to the conscience. So many people don't like to listen to the conscience at all. When the conscience talks to us, we say, shut it down. When God starts talking to our minds and our hearts, shut it down. They don't want to know about it. Forget it. Period. I don't want to discuss it. But he says, no. He did few things here. Look what he did. He remembered what was done. He regretted. He confessed and resolved to put the wrongs right. Doesn't that give us hope? Doesn't that encourage us? I said, Amen. I said, Amen to that. There are old accounts that we need to correct. And this is the time for it. Just resolve that to do it. There are relationships that we need to restore. This is the time to restore it. 
There are commitments you need to honor. This is the not time to honor it. And it's not too late. Let me tell you this. The Lord is not yet in. <laughs> he is still planning to come. And, but he's given us an opportunity. Go do it. Go do it before I come in. The king sent for Joseph. And Joseph came and resolved the problem in the whole kingdom. Oh, you know, you ask me, Edel, what happened to the cupbearer? Did the king cut his head when he told him that? No. Most probably the king says, why didn't you tell me earlier? Why, did, why wait until now? Well, this is the real time for Joseph to come in. And you know, when Joseph came in and became the second man in the kingdom, do you think he, uh, he's, he said to the cupbearer, why didn't you remember me? No. It was God's way. It was God's way. No one cut his head. No one denied him. He probably said, uh, Joseph said, come, I want you to be my cupbearer. And work with Joseph for the rest of his life until he died. This is when we are straightforward and we correct the things that we needed to correct. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. Can we say that? Can we correct the wrongs? There is time still. Are there things that need to be corrected? You don't have to tell me yes or anything. Ask yourself. Around 1985, an elderly man at the Canadian railway station asked, what is the price of a railway tie? He went there to the railway station that he knew a long time ago and went to that shop. He says, what is the price of a railway tie? With a puzzled look, the clerk said, sir, it's 16.95 Canadian money. The man, with a relieved and smiling face, he put the money there and paid it. I said, thank you very much. I stole a railway tie in 1971 and left. And before he left, he looked back and says, it's been bothering me since I became a Christian. Now my conscience is clear. Are there any debts that we need to do to pay? It's been bothering me. Unfinished things. God is reminding us. And through the message may he remind us that we need to be better Christians. Have we some unfinished business? Well, let's hurry up. We have today and three, three days before before the year ends, the Lord has given us full time to do it. And He's with us. I leave you. He remembered. Remember? He regretted. He confessed. And He resolved. Was His deed accepted? By all means. Joseph was released, became second in the kingdom. I leave you with these words written by a by a um, nice poet, poet. Remember every kindness done. That's what we should remember. To you, whatever its measure. Remember praise by others won. And pass it on with pleasure. Remember every promise made. And keep it to the letter. 
Remember those who lend you aid and be a grateful debtor. We are indebted to the Lord. We have, we have nothing that we can boast that we have. He's got it all and he's given us everything that we own. We are in debt to him. Let's be grateful that we're still alive, that we're here, that we need to correct things in our life. You know, we're never at going to attain that, that complete place and say, I am the best Christian in the world. No. Not at all. I did not graduate yet. You know when I'll graduate? Up there, not here. And as we still continue to live here, we have some unfinished business to do. Let's go back and correct it. Let's prepare ourselves for a better year. Let's, let's restore things. Let's come back to basics and see what God wants us to do and go ahead and do it. And if you forgot to remember things God is reminding you this morning. Let's go ahead and do it. That's another chance he's given us. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Our Father, we submit ourselves to you this day, the last Sunday of, the, of this year. Soon it will be an old one. And we will not forget that you want us to look back one day and say it's been a good year. Help us if we have messed up, if we have unfinished business to do, if we have relationships to restore, if you have things to go back and fulfill. And if we have to renew our relationships, oh Lord, help us to realize that we are in debt to you first and foremost. And help us to correct things the way you want us to do them. We thank you for this family. Please continue your work in our lives. And we pray that as we go home today, we don't forget our brother Greg. Touch him. Be with him. We won't forget Jessica was with us to keep upholding her in our prayers. And we won't forget Wally. We thank you that he's on his way back. And we pray for all those who are away today uh, on vacation that you bring them back safely to us and we'll see their faces as soon as they come back. We thank you for your presence and pray that you dismiss us with your blessings. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen.